Welcome to the Help for Wounded Spirits. This podcast exists to reach those wounded and suffering through life's trials. And now your hosts, Dr. Doug Carriger and Mrs. Stephanie Wesco. Great to be back with you, folks. We, again, uh, just love uh, having this opportunity to come across your radios and uh, be able to talk to you folks and be able to look at God's Word and grow from God's Word. So we might be a little more wound up than usual. We just came off of uh, 10 days down in Pensacola, Florida. We were at a missions conference down there at Campus Church, and I mean God showed up down there. And, you know, the theme was He is Worthy and uh, just the music, the worship, the people, the attitude. I thought everything was great. I, I don't know, Stephanie, did you, I mean, what's your thoughts coming off that week? Well, I truly believe um, that God met with us throughout the week. Um, oh, the preaching yeah. was phenomenal. Um, Unbelievable. You know, my kids, my kids were very touched by it. Um, it was very encouraging to us as a family. Um we had been to one other missions conference that was very small and it was just us and you guys. So it was, it didn't really honestly feel like much of a missions conference from that perspective, as far as getting to interact with a lot of missionaries. Yeah. So this was a first time, this was honestly a first time thing for us since, um, since we were on deputation. Yeah. And so it was really, really special. It was. Um, yeah. Yeah. I can't say the last night. Um, I definitely believe that God came down in a powerful way, and I had been begging God all week he did. Um, to move yeah. in the student body. And so I'm just continuing to pray for that because I know um, that's not a one and done. That's a sweet, we engaged the enemy um, yeah. Sunday evening. Wow. And so um, just really praying to that end. But yes, we came away very encouraged. Wow. Wound um, up, man. Feeling good. Yeah. I don't know that I'm wound up, but I, I was very encouraged. Man, I probably <laughs> put on up. five pounds, you know, and oh, all, yeah. the food down there. I mean, stop feeding people like that, you know? Uh, so the food is out of this. Yeah. Oh out of the my goodness. Part. So if, if to look at this food situation, so, you know, uh, Campus Church leases facilities at Pensacola Christian College. So we really had the great opportunity to minister not only at Campus Church and to their people, but mm-hmm. to the folks at Pensacola Christian College. And, and you know, we were fed. They they gave us meal passes or and whatnot to the chow hall there. And, and man, that food was And there was, was a Chick-fil-A. Right. Oh, oh, and it was a... Uh, that lemonade. Oh, and, and you know what? I had lemonade mixed with some kind of vanilla yogurt or something, some of that sugar-free. Let me tell you something, man. You know, if I had to rate the food, missions conference rise, it was in the top three of my entire life. And I mean, I've been preaching these things and going to these things for 17 years. And um, top three, easy. And, um, you know, I, man, that was some pretty good chow. And so anyway, there we were. 
probably me eating too much, uh, just having a wonderful time. God just filling our hearts. I'm, my soul is overflowing this morning. That's what I want to say. So it was a great week. Thank you, folks. We asked you for your prayers in that area, and we want to let you know that God answered those prayers, and we're, yes. uh, we're so thankful for them. And so we're going to start off again with, uh, uh, you know, you might be a knucklehead, and I'm going to go ahead and do the first one today. So uh, so the theme, let me start by saying this, the theme of the missions conference we just came from is he is worthy. And, uh, mm-hmm. so thinking about that, you might be a knucklehead if you think he is not worthy, even if somehow in your actions or somehow you're not go to God, he's not going to do anything for me. You got this apathetic, lukewarm, uh, self-handicapping, self-destruction thing going on. We need to stop that. He is worthy. He can take us to where we're going. He will take us. He's waiting to hear from us. He wants to do something with us. We, we need to trust him. We need to step out. And, and you know, Stephanie, I, I'm well aware that as I'm talking, you know, there, there's, there's thousands of people listening, but many of the people listening to us uh, have been down that dark road, have, have been depressed, have lost loved ones, who've felt the sting of PTSD, who've seen the mm. horrific things in this life. And, and, and I'm, I want to tell you that he is worthy to take you out of those things. He is worthy to pick you up from those things. He, he is worthy to fix those things. And I, I mean, if we can do anything at all, Stephanie, we need to, uh, I think as we do every day is to tell these folks, listen, we're messed up too, but he is worthy and he can get you out. Yes. Well, and I think um, understanding, I, I think what I came away from this last week was, I was t- just telling my dad yesterday, one of the main things that struck me this week, and it was nothing new, but the theme of the missions conference um, at Campus Church was not winning the lost. It wasn't um, seeing the world reach for Christ. Okay. And I say that tongue in cheek yeah. because that was the theme. That's what it was all about. But, yeah. But the <laughs> ultimate, but the ultimate, ultimate theme of the conference right. was that Jesus Christ is worthy. Praise God. And you know, and everything else comes you, together. Yeah. <laughs> right. And so when that, that has to be the pinnacle Winning the loss, reaching the world, that, that it, it comes along simultaneously yeah. when you understand that he is worthy. And I think that was one of the big, big things that came away um, for me. You know, we were there over the, the anniversary, the, the three-year mark of Charles being martyred. And there were so many memories and flashbacks hitting me that I didn't see coming. Um, it's weird how your brain takes you to a dark place. Yeah. Literally about two seconds time you go from being in a really great place to being back in a car with gunshots and blood. And so throughout the week that, that, that the theme that Christ is worthy, it's what gives you the courage to take those steps to heal right. because Christ is worthy. It gives you the, those mercies that are new every morning that right. okay today's another chance to, to learn more from God's word, how I can get better. And, um, that I think was the pinnacle for me of remembering that because Christ is worthy, because the lamb that was slain is worthy. Charles death was a victory. It wasn't a defeat. 
And so um, just I, the whole week was encouraging and obviously getting to talk to, to young ladies and even young men. I met some kids that were at churches we were at on deputation when we were going to Cameroon. Wow. And now they're college students. And yeah. that makes me feel really old. Um, but that was a blessing. It was just, I think I came away encouraged to keep going, challenged in many, many, many ways. And uh, more than that, I was so encouraged that my kids have been blessed and because they're on a healing journey too. Yeah. Each one of them is on a healing journey of their own. So, And, and folks, these healing journeys, uh, you know, there's no exact time frame here. Uh, you know, the journey, it, there's highs, there's lows, there's wonderful, wonderful mountaintops and 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 then somewhere along the way, we get to a place where we just go on and serve and win and, uh, in God's name and for God to bring him honor and glory. And and I, I like how uh, Stephanie brought to remembrance. Those are the things we go through with PTSD. Those are the things that we help people do who are suffering from the hard things, from the bad things, from the trying things. And uh, that's really great. And, uh, you know, it's just an honor. And then we've changed this segment that we, we were saying things that are right with God and we're just completely eliminating that segment. And we're going to a segment, things you don't say or do to people with PTSD. And I'm going to start that because it's my day. So we go every other day and we're going to stick with our schedule. I've got a little chart here that says Doug and Stephanie, and I'm putting check marks next to it because sometimes I got to be honest with you, I kind of space out, but I think the thing to remember here, uh, is if things we don't say or don't do with PTSD, people with PTSD, or we don't even allow those things to happen to us. And one of the things I want to say is don't be telling people with PTSD that PTSD isn't real. And, yeah. uh, number one, biggest violation, worst thing you can ever do. I mean, it's biblical. We see Job suffering from things. We see Paul suffering from things. We see people throughout the Bible and, uh, you know, right up yeah. front, right in the beginning, uh, you know, Cain dealt with it, you know, and it was because of his own device, but throughout the Bible, we see people suffering from PTSD. So I think it's a huge mistake to tell people, Hey, PTSD isn't real or just do this or whatever. And we're going to get more into this. Stephanie will give you one tomorrow. We're going to keep growing from this. And I'm hoping I'm going to try to get brother Zach, Stephanie to write these down and we'll put together a booklet of these in a year from now or something like that. And we'll talk mm -hmm. maybe a paragraph or two on each one and really help you on things not to say and things not to do. So here we are. We're in the book of Proverbs. We covered those first seven verses last Friday and, and Proverbs chapter five is, you know, it's looking at people and it's dealing with sexual sin. It's dealing with those things and, uh, you know, that we have no business to be part of God's laws and God's precepts. I mean, it's real. Uh, it's uh, God tells us exactly what a relationship looks like. And a relationship is a one person physical relationship with that person that God has given you to marry and have a lifelong relationship with until death do you part. And that's all there is. I, I was reading along a little while ago, earlier this morning on my walk about six o'clock this morning, I found myself in first Corinthians. And as I was reading a book of first Corinthians, I mean, over and over again, it's looking at what marriage is and what adultery is. And, uh, and, and folks, let me tell you, sexual sin looks nice. From the outside, it looks like a shiny new car. From the outside, it looks like this great time that's not going to hurt anybody. And, and you know, the book of Proverbs chapter 5 is saying that's not the case. 
It's like wormwood. Yeah. It's like that terrible taste you get with medicine. We're using this wormwood stuff and it gives you this terrible taste. So you'll only take what you need, but none else. And and so we start in uh, uh, verse number seven as we go along here, and we we can see that as we talk about this, here we got Solomon's talking about, hey, these affairs may look good, these things may look good, but they're not. Things that seem like gain, things that seem like fun, things that shine, things that are recommended of this world will hurt you, and this one will hurt you really bad. And and, and Stephanie, I think everybody knows what you and I know that sexual sin is so pervasive. It's so real. It's so dominating in our society today. It's so relevant as it was thousands of years ago here in the book of Proverbs. And, uh, it, and it's against God's will for your life. And, uh, so folks, let me just say this to you. God's will for your life is to hang in there, trust him. And, uh, he's going to give you that partner. He's going to give you that wife or husband or whatever the case may be. And, And we see here in chapter 5, starting in verse number 7, it says, Hear me, therefore, O ye children, and depart not from the words of my mouth. And and, and I love it when when there's a push there that pay attention to what I'm saying. This is pretty significant. Remove the way far from her, and come not nigh the door of her house. Stay away, lest thou give thine honor unto others, and thy years unto the cruel Let strangers be filled with thy wealth, and thy labors be in the house of a stranger. And thou mourn at the last, when thy flesh and thy body are consumed. And say, How have I hated instruction, and my heart despised reproof? And have not obeyed the voice of my teachers, nor inclined my ear to them that instructed me. I was almost in all evil in the midst of the congregation. And boy, that's a pretty tough statement there and assembly and we see so we go from the beginning where the admonition was there or the admonition was there to stay away get away don't do it and now we're coming to the part where it looks like the experience is a definite loss it's a bad thing he's saying stay away and as i went through that stephanie what were you thinking wow well um this sounds terrible but when you read verse 14 i had to just smile because um I used to, I had this really old book and, um, maybe it's still in storage. I don't know. I'll find out someday. Um, it was given to me as a Christmas gift when I was a little girl, but, um, anyway, that it was, it was a kid that was a nut, a goofball. And he memorized all these random verses like verse 14 and used them at appropriate times to make people crack up. <laughs> so if that came to mind, it just reminded me of Joseph. Cause that's so jo- That's a verse Joseph would learn. Just to get him out of trouble at some point. Um, but now, not just you, just quickly saying, not Joseph of the Bible, but Joseph of the Wesco family. Joseph, my son. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, but no, as I as I read, as you read through this, um, it honestly is very sobering. Um, I think there's a sense in which. When you read through, I guess when I read through this, because I have six sons, um, I look at these chapters differently than I think I did growing up. Um, because like, okay, I constantly was, you know, begging God to not let me go down this path as a strange woman. But now as a mother with boys, um, it, it takes on so much more meaning and, um, we've actually had talks, you know, 
my older boys are reaching that age where, um, obviously marriage is on their docket and, um, you know, in the future and just a lot of things we are, we're having to discuss things we didn't have to discuss even three years ago. And, um, the, I think verse four strikes me, um, because I've, I've taken wormwood. Um, I've, I've had to take that for medicinal purposes, um, for health issues. And when it says that her end is as bitter as wormwood, let me tell you, that's so bitter. It's enough to make you die. <laughs> and so yeah. when I read that and then it says sharp as a two edged sword. You can correct me if I'm wrong, but to my, as I, as I'm thinking, the only other thing that is, um, compared to a two edged sword is the word of God. Right. And so it's saying that in an evil sense, it can cut both ways. Yeah. Yeah. That the strange woman and her power, her, her level of being able to dupe and seduce you is as powerful in an evil way, in a satanic way as the word of God is in a heavenly eternal, you know, eternally changing good way. Yeah. And that is sobering to understand the seriousness and Solomon would have known from personal experience, the seriousness of the subject. And so I guess as I come away um, after reading this um, verse nine and 10 stand out, you know, lest I give that, lest I'll give thine honor unto others, you know, you can never get that back. Um, God can restore. But if you, if, if you choose to be a fool and hand your honor, hand your dignity, hand your purity to a strange woman or a strange man. Yeah that's a regret you're going to carry with you the rest of your life. And so there's just so much here. It's, yeah. it's full. It, it, it is full. And, and this is real folks. And, and let me just throw some numbers out here that are really sobering. Uh, so we're told that about 75% of all men and, uh, and they're looking at age 14 and 13 and above. So they're saying three out of every four of them has something to do with pornography and, and pornography is a gateway uh, to, uh, you know, first of all, it is sin. It is adultery. It is all those different things. You know, you don't know who you're looking at. She may be married. It's a, but it's sexual sin. You may be married, whatever the case may be, or, and, and sadly about 50% of all women. So about half by the time they're 13 years old and on are somehow involved with pornography. So this is something we don't look the other way on. This is something that we teach about and live and say, listen, this yeah. is bad. We better pay attention to this. Uh, one out of every two people you will counsel as a biblical counselor will have something to do with divorce, separation, or uh, an unclean sexual purity, uh, impurity type of thing. I mean, it's just one out of two to every biblical counselor. Uh, 95% of divorces are caused by this particular item, just being unclean, uh, impure, uh, you know, be looking to the wrong women, men, whatever, instead of being home with your marriage. Uh, diseases, venereal diseases are on the rise, even for older people. And uh, this is so real. So I, I think it's important, like Stephanie just said, you know, I have six sons and Stephanie also has two daughters. And 
the moment you're born, uh, you know, these children are born, they're having to live in this sin-cursed world. And one of the things I'm so proud about Stephanie about is, I mean, they're doing their devotions, they're doing everything right. Not that there's a problem with her kids, but what she's saying is the same thing I say is we better be careful with our kids and we better put as good stuff as we can in their minds and it's God's word to hide it in their heart because, you know, those verses are true. Remove thy way far from her and keep, and, and that's what Stephanie and I, we did with our kids is we moved our way from those people that could hurt them, that those people who could drag them in, lest thou give thine honor unto others and their years unto the cruel, lest strangers be filled with thy wealth. And thy labors in the house of a stranger, and and thou mourn at the last when thy flesh, thy body are consumed, and say, How have I hated instruction, and my heart despised reproof? And you know, the warnings here stay away from these strange women, stay away from these strange men, stay away from these videos, stay away from these magazines, stay away from these feelings you have in your heart. And have not obeyed the voice of their teachers, nor inclined my ear to them. And then that last verse that you joked about there, but I was almost in evil. And you joked about it, explaining the situation in a good way. <laughs> I was almost in all evil in the midst of the congregation and assembly. And, and, and you know, Solomon's saying, man, this, this can happen. This can happen to any of us. We can find ourselves in all evil. So I guess if, if I'm wrapping up anything or if I'm, I'm saying what's going on here in my mind, kind of what Stephanie just said is be careful, friends. Uh, you know, keep your head on a swivel. Uh, if the devil can't have your soul, he wants your testimony. He wants your marriages. He wants your purity. He wants, and, and you know, there's a new sense of purity, you know, and one of the things when, when a man or a woman who's married, you know, loses their spouse, uh, we still have that responsibility, which Stephanie and all the friends I have take very seriously. But I, I want to remind you all today, we, just because we've lost the initial purity to our husband or wife, and uh, Stephanie and I had this conversation about somebody that she knows, and I know somebody, not the same person, the same way that believe, well, I'm, you know, I'm not a virgin anymore. Anyway, I can kind of do whatever I want. God will forgive me. No, that's not God's plan for our lives. So I want to tell mm -hmm. you this. There's another sense of purity that comes that says, okay, yeah. you know, your yeah. husband or your wife is no longer with you. Now you still got to follow the rules. Right. You, you got to find that right person. And, and, you know, folks, I think Stephanie too, and you and I talked about this maybe a week or two ago um, during podcast when we started Proverbs, but that, that whole idea that, um, you know, if you've messed up, if you've been down that wrong road, we don't say, well, I've done this anyway. I might as well keep going. No, you stop what you're doing and say, God is bigger than this. He is worthy. He can right. take me to the place I'm going. So I think Stephanie and I want to say to you today, as we wrap up, uh, listen, we started by telling you a little bit about the missions conference and him being worthy and all those types of things. But we just want you to know that from this day forward, you got to make a choice. Right. From this moment forward, you get to make a choice and you get to make the choice that God wants you to make. And that choice is that one person physical relationship, trust in God to provide that one person if you don't have them yet and, and doing what's right in the sight of God. And, and what Stephanie said so great about her kids and stuff, get involved, you know, uh, and love them care for them and, and explain what's going on, be in the word of God. So that's what we are. So I picked out a song that, uh, that I like a whole lot. And uh, one of our songs, so you notice we've been playing all of our songs. We don't need to get permission for any of that stuff. 
Uh, but but one of the songs that grabbed me, I thought, was uh, one of our older songs, and that Stephanie does, and, and I think she touched the hem of his garment. Seemed like it was going to fit. So Stephanie's mm-hmm. going to go ahead and put this on mute. I'm going to play this song, and we hope you have a great day. If there's anything we can do for you, look us up at Helpful Wounded Spirits. And in just a minute, Brother Eric's going to be telling you exactly what you need to know to know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, and we'd love to help you in that area. Here you go. Touch the hem of his garment by Stephanie Wesco and family. In a search for the healing from my bleeding and pain, in a crowd full of crying from the hurting and lame, my eyes searched for the healer, Messiah El Shaddai. the hem of his garment. See the love in his eyes, a heart full of contrition. Christ for restoring a pure heart, soul, and mind. Touch the hem of his garment, where for healing you'll find. shameful affliction had been known by all. I went to the Savior at his feet I did fall. I reached out believing, touched the hem of his robe. Through his power and healing was made Look to Christ for restore. 
Thank you for listening to our podcast today. It is very important to all of us at Help for Wounded Spirits that you know your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The Bible is very clear with a simple salvation message. You can know today. First, you're a sinner, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, there's a price on sin, for the wages of sin is death. Third, Jesus paid that price for you, but God commendeth his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Lastly, you must speak it with your mouth and believe it with your heart, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made known unto salvation. Simply ask the Lord to save you in Jesus' name while believing in your heart, and he will. Please contact us if we can help you in any way. God bless you. Doug and Stephanie, thank you for listening today. We hope this podcast has been a blessing in your life. For helpful resources, more information, or to donate to help this vital ministry, visit us at woundedspirits.com.